You are listening to the Passion with Purpose podcast with Nathan Shansky. All right, you guys. So we're going to take a little bit of a different direction with today's podcast. So if you have ever wondered, what if I love photography, but let's say wedding photography maybe isn't just right for me. Or if you are in wedding photography and you love what you're doing, but you just have so much curiosity for like other aspects of your photography or other avenues to make money with photography. So if any of those kind of like resonate with you a little bit or just have ever interested you, this episode is going to be exactly for you. So I have the amazing privilege of chatting today with Abby Jo Harmon of Abby Jo Photos. And she is the absolute perfect person to talk to you about this topic. So I followed Abby for a while. She is an incredible wedding photographer located in Southern California. And she just has like this infectious and fun personality and go-getter spirit. She's not afraid to buck the system and do what she's passionate about. And she has been a wedding photographer for many years, but she is actually talking today with us all about her pivot from weddings, mainly doing weddings as a photographer, to working with brands and businesses as a photographer instead. So there's like so many topics in here that I think a lot of people can relate to and just talking about like pivoting when it feels right and just talking about like kind of going into a different lane in photography and finding like what works for you. And it's so fun because I feel like she's right in the middle of this pivot in so many ways. And oftentimes I love to get people talking about something like right when they're in the middle of something, because oftentimes you get like the best nuggets of wisdom out of them at that point, like right when they're going through it. So um, it's such an amazing topic. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Before we get into this episode, I actually just want to take a second to say, I know I ask you guys <laughs> for reviews a lot and it means the absolute world, but I just want to actually just, I'm not going to ask you for a review today. I just want to tell you that it means so much. I I just looked in there today and I have about 40 already, which is just like so crazy to me, like 40 fully written reviews and just like reading through them just it means the absolute world, you guys. Like, thank you if you've taken like whatever amount of time to actually craft a review for me. That means the absolute world. Like, it improves my ranking for this podcast. It allows my podcast to get out to more people. Um, it, it just it warms my freaking soul because I'm probably the biggest words person you'll. <laughs> ever meet, ask my wife, she knows. And so I just want to stop and say thank you. It means the absolute world that you are helping me grow this podcast. And you know, like I show up here twice a week and it is a lot of work, but it's so worth it. Um, you know, like based on those reviews and based on like some DMs I get from you guys and just like how it's impacting you. That means the absolute world that you are listening and that you are um giving me the time and the space in your ears um to actually show up and deliver good value for you. So thank you so so much for being here and thank you for those reviews. It means the absolute world. All right, let's get right into the episode with Abby. Are you an aspiring creative entrepreneur or established small business owner with a fuel to pursue the things that light you up like nothing else? If so, you are in the right place, my friend. My name is Nathan Shansky, and I'm a photographer and photography business educator. On this podcast, I'm here to drop nothing less than weekly truckloads of business and marketing tips, mindset shifts, and transformative wisdom from my life and career to bring you into the highest potential self that God created you to be. I will see you right here each week and let's commit to learning, growing, and achieving our goals together one bold step at a time. 
right, Abby, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here. Absolutely. So for anybody that doesn't know you, like I know you and I know like some good stuff about you. I mean, I don't even know everything though. I don't really know a lot of your story, (laughs) but could you give kind of everybody, the listeners, me a brief background of just who you are as a person and maybe your journey in photography and how you got to the place where you are today? Yeah, totally. So I was born and raised in Northern California, up in like the Northern Sacramento area. Um, And I just like kind of, so I like was really artistic from a very young age, just doing all sorts of different things. But um, I really loved drawing and just always was like really drawn to doing artistic things. Yeah. Um, I have like family members, uh, like I have an aunt that would always like gift me these little like sketchbooks on my birthday every year and like write a little note in it about like what it means to be an artist and like create art. And so she like knew that I was super interested in that stuff. And so she was an art major in college when I was younger and she would always kind of gift me things like that and encourage me and push me to like keep making art since she knew I had interest in it. And so that was like one of those big things where I was like, whoa, like people believe in me. Like, whoa. (laughs) um, Eventually, I think when I was like, I think it was like, when I was in seventh grade, uh, my grandma took me to Walmart for my birthday and bought me my first camera, <laughs> which was just one it. of those. Yeah, it was one of those little like Kodak, like battery powered, uh, like double A battery powered cameras. But it was so fun. I like fell in love with photography, like from the start, once I got a camera on my hands, I like, could not stop taking pictures and was just constantly you know, going out with my friends in the yard and like taking the most random pictures of things and would just do photo shoots like that all the time. And so I just was always really artistic, always doing that kind of stuff. um, And always had just family and friends that supported me and encouraged it, which was really cool. I feel like a lot of people don't get that. So I felt really grateful to have like people surrounding me that were like, yeah, you're so good. Keep going. Yeah, (laughs) I love that. Yeah. If you looked at what I was creating, mm, not good. (laughs) But I'm really glad that I had people that were like stoked about it. So I always kind of just thought, you know, like, oh, wow, like, I must be good at this. Like, I really like this. I'm going to keep pursuing it. And so in high school, uh, I like was the photographer for the yearbook one year and was like doing photo shoots like randomly for like seniors and families and stuff in high school. Um, But also on a different note, I have always kind of like struggled with school. Uh, I kind of grew up just like, always just struggling in certain subjects like math and science. I like failed two math classes in high school and that was really hard for me. I just always felt dumb. (laughs) I always felt Mm -hmm. like I was not a good student. I didn't really understand what was wrong with me. Um, But eventually this year, actually, I officially got diagnosed with ADHD. So that is something that I know for sure had a, played a huge role in my education growing up um, right. and just how hard school was for me. Uh, but once I got to college, it kind of clicked for me where I was studying art. I, I went to college and did like a studio art degree. Um, so I was doing all sorts of art with that. But I actually started to feel like I was finally good at something because I was getting good grades. I was yep. like, oh, like I'm actually doing something I'm good at now. And like, it just is so crazy to think about how education works, I guess, because it's like, I wish we could all just like, you know, find something we were good at and just go with that. But, um, yeah, but yeah. So, you know, I love that. That's kind of a little, little backstory. A different tangent that we could go off. I know. Right. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) But yeah. So I feel like that's kind of just the gist of like how I kind of started getting into art and photography and then kind of stuck with it. And then eventually it was like, yeah, like 
that I just kind of always knew that I was going to do photography. Like I just always knew right. like, yep, like this is going to be my career. Like this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> I didn't really have any hesitation with that. So I just kind of jumped into college because at the time it call it like not going to college wasn't po- quite popular yet. So I was like, um, I'll go to college. You know, I only applied to one school and I got in, thank the Lord. But <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll go to this school and I'll get my degree and then see what happens. Um, so yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome. So were you, so how did that like, I guess, like, how did that transitional period of either going to college or afterwards, like, translate into becoming a photographer? Yeah. So and, going and to college. Like you're, and you're a full-time photographer, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So when I went to college, I, so I was like getting a studio art degree, but I was concentrating in photography. Mm-hmm. So it was very like photography heavy classes, um, going through college, but it, it was hard because I almost dropped out of college my sophomore year. Uh, my sophomore year of college was like the era where like entrepreneurs was starting to become more of a thing with photography where like you could just pave yeah. your own path and like do your own thing and learn from the community around you. And I started to like realize like, oh my gosh, I could totally drop out and probably get like five years ahead if I just dropped yeah. out now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then I was like, Ugh. but I was, I was really enjoying my college experience because I went to a Christian university and I was also getting a minor in Bible and all that stuff. And okay. so I was really enjoying that um, and wanted to keep learning through that side of things. Um, and so I was like, Ugh. like, I feel like maybe I'll regret it if I don't just push through and just finish. Um, and so I just like decided to keep going. Cause I had like the sophomore blues. I feel like that's kind of a thing. You like yeah. sophomore blues when you're in college. Um, but <laughs> I was like, I could totally, you know, get ahead if I just left now, but I stuck with it and I just really wanted to see it through, I guess. Yeah. And I, there's parts of me that regrets that and parts of me that doesn't. Cause it was like, fine. Like I still, you know, jumped into the world of photography after college, just fine. But there was a part of me that was like, oh my gosh, like, college is such a like conflicting thing when you just want to run your own business and like start your own business. And so I do feel like it did set me back a little bit, but, um, cause it was, it didn't give me a ton of like, (laughs) to be honest, college didn't really give me a ton of like, what do you say? Like a ton of like constructive, uh, preparation for like running a business. I should have done it. I should have been a business major. I don't know why I, didn't switch in the middle of college, but I didn't realize until after college that I didn't know anything about running yeah. my business. Yeah. Um, they kind of just teach you how to do art. They don't really teach you how to like be a business owner. And so sure. <laughs> that was kind of a bummer. So I feel like going into photography as a business owner after that was definitely an interesting transition of trying to figure that out. Um, but yeah. Interesting. It's so funny because I feel like you were literally... <laughs> playing my own story back to me. (laughs) Like I I think it was sophomore or junior year. I was so close to dropping out. I remember like calling my parents like weeping and being like, you guys, I want to drop out so badly. And I like can't do this anymore. And I totally think I could make like photography like my own thing or I I could at least do something entrepreneurial. Like I know I have it in me and all this kind of stuff. I remember my parents at that time though, because my parents are like definitely part of like a different generation. I think that generation isn't as like, I think that generation is very, um, they think of education as all being sourced from one place in a lot of senses because it was right. back then. And there was only so one source for education. And it's only like a lot of the younger people now that kind of realize that the internet especially has exploded with education. Um, so they really encouraged me to stick with it. And then I did, which again, I can't say like, kind of like to echo you, I can't say like, 
wow, like I regret God's plan for my life. You know what I mean? Totally. Like I don't, I can't really say that, especially because I did develop some incredible relationships at college. Um, but yeah, I totally resonate with all of that and just the yeah. way that you kind of felt like so conflicted. And I will say I did get a business degree and I still yeah, felt the go. same way. Um, <laughs> I still felt like a lot of it wasn't really um, transferable to and the business that I run now. it's so new. Like I feel yeah, like entrepreneurship exactly. is such a new thing. They don't even know how to put that into college education. Yes. It's very true. Well, it's more over. I, I always describe like college is more like these business principles, like these textbook right. principles, rather than like getting your hands dirty with like the actual um, application of it, I guess I'd say. So it's totally. definitely like a whole different <laughs> approach. Um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. So yeah. that's so awesome. So what have you been focusing on for the majority of your photography career? Yeah. So essentially, like I started doing weddings, um, 2017. So that was when I like first kind of started jumping into actually like doing my own business work. Whereas before, like when I was in high school, I mean, I shot my first, I second shot a wedding for the very first time when I was like a senior in high school. Um, and was like, Oh, this is cool. You know, whatever. Um, and throw back to like picnic days. If you remember picnic, but I was like, I do. I, well, so bad. I like was editing all those photos on Picnic. Like it was just rough. So it's just so funny to look back on that. But um, it wasn't until 2017 that I actually like got my own first like clients that were like mine. And so I started getting into weddings. Um, And it's funny because my freshman, sophomore year of college, I was like, I really want to get into like brand photography, actually. I was like, I want to do like commercial, like... Uh, photography, like I want to work for Patagonia, like I want to, I want to work for these big companies and like do awesome like campaigns with them. Like yeah. that was like my dream. I also really wanted to work for GoPro. <laughs> Throwback to that. GoPro. My freshman year, I was like obsessed with GoPro. I just like constantly was trying to like get featured on their page <laughs> and stuff. Um, but yeah, so I was like very interested in that. But it wasn't until 2017 that I was like, oh, like I'll pick up some weddings. You know, I'll pick up some couple right. sessions and things like that started getting really into that portraiture um, realm of photography. And so uh, I started doing that. And then as soon as I like had like my first like three weddings and it just kind of took off, not in like a huge way, but like I was getting like, I I don't know, like a good chunk of weddings my first year. Um, I mean, when you're just starting out, it seems big, but looking back yeah. right now, obviously it wasn't that many, but um, I was like, okay, yeah, like this is cool. And at first I was like, it's funny because at first I was doing weddings and was like, oh, like, this is kind of terrifying. Like, this is a really big job. This is like a lot of pressure. Um, I'm not sure if I like this. I don't really know. Um, And then eventually I realized, oh, wait, like I can bring my artistry into this because I was doing, Uh you know, art in school and all that stuff. And it started becoming more of a trend then to like, be more artistic with your work and like movement started becoming a whole thing in terms of like posing and all that stuff. And so, yeah, I got really into that and was like, wait a minute, like I can be an artist in the wedding world. And so yeah. I was like, wait, this could actually be really fun. So I kept doing it in college. Um, I did it for like my junior, sophomore, junior, senior year of college. Um, and then going out of college, I like moved home and I, that was like 2019. I moved home from college and I, <laughs> it's so funny. I was like, oh, like I'll get a job part-time and I will just kind of like 
build my business here at home while I kind of wait for it to take off or whatever as I'm working this other job to like make a couple bucks, you know? Yeah. I was working mm-hmm. at like a pottery painting studio thing where you like go and paint ceramics. <laughs> Such a funny job. But um, so then I realized at the beginning of 2020, I was like, oh my gosh, I am not going to like, this business isn't going to take off unless I quit this job that I'm working right now and just yeah. go for it. So I, as soon as I quit that job and just focused solely on like photography, everything took off. Like it was mm-hmm. like, bam, 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 like so many clients coming in and was just able to like focus on that and let that grow. And so I was getting really into that and allowing just, you know, weddings to be my main thing. So I was doing weddings, getting into elopements, um, obviously couples and engagements and like, you know, random little shoots here and there. Yeah. So that's kind of, yeah. (laughs) But But is that like the majority of what you do now? Um, so yeah. Oh, is that, was that your question? Well, cause I know you're kind of like expanding into brand photography. So I guess yeah. I'm, I'm kind of wondering like, how did you get from being so engrossed in weddings and obviously loving that right. for a time and then being like, okay, I think I might want to branch out into brand photography. Like how did that totally. transition kind of like yeah. play out for you? I think it was definitely like a full circle moment where I kind of realized, cause I always knew wedding photography was never going to be like long-term for me. I always knew like, I'm just going to do this for a while, especially going out of college. It's like, what are you, what do you do as an artist? Like to make money and, you know, find a way to like make it your main thing. It's hard. And so I was like, you know what? Weddings is like the easiest thing to get into right now for me, since I've already had my foot in the door with that. So I'm just going to build this up and just go for it and just see where it takes me and just go from there. So I never really had like a super long-term plan with it, um, being in the whole wedding portrait world. Um, and so coming into like my uh, fifth year or coming at the end of my fifth year of doing that, I was like, oh my gosh, wait a minute. Is this really what I'm passionate about? Like, is this really what I want to do? Like I kind of had this full circle moment where I was like, wait, I actually have always wanted to do brands. Like I've always wanted to do stuff like that. Why Mm -hmm. am I not trying that? Like, why am I not putting any energy into that now? And so I kind of started tapping into that. Um, And uh, it's, yeah. So I guess it's interesting because it's like weddings was so awesome and so fun. And I, I still <laughs> love that, but I just realized like, wait a minute, like I have always had this passion and I've always wanted to see where this could go. So why am I not doing that now? <laughs> yeah. And what's also kind of cool too, is there's kind of like two things that stick out to me. Number one, it almost feels reminiscent to like when you mm-hmm. had to quit your job, you know, totally. to pursue uh, full-time wedding photography. And then now it's kind of like, okay, you're like, okay, do I almost just go into this brand photography, almost having to cut some ties with like what's been comfortable, which is just like Mm -hmm. wedding photography. And you're like, okay, but this is my passion. This is where I'm like, this is where my heart's really like leaning towards has always been like something on my heart. And so it almost feels like a little bit reminiscent, which is really cool. And then also um, just the fact that I think as wedding photographers, a lot of times we are almost forced to make a decision about our future that's a little bit uh, like before it even happens, if that makes any sense, because we book out. You know, it's like we book out a year or two years in advance. And so it's like legit, like we have our like next two years, a lot of times are just like defined. Like I'm even having... Like personally, I'm having that struggle with like, okay, how many bookings do I realistically want to take in 2023? Because mm-hmm. I also am really pressing into education now. And right. I'm like, what, what point do you actually like say, okay, I'm going to let myself get uncomfortably um, like 
like I'm, I'm going to let myself uncomfortably pull back from what I've been comfortable with and then pursue what my, where my heart's really at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I honestly feel like it was a God thing with just how it came about of getting out of the wedding industry so quickly because Zach and I, my husband, we were planning to move to San Diego for like six months. Uh, but it took like six months for him to apply for a job because he's in the engineering world and it, it's the whole thing. But okay. um, he, we knew like, okay, we're probably going to move. So by the time summer of 2021 came around, I had stopped taking weddings for 2022. Um, wow. So I had only going into 2022, I only had like maybe eight weddings booked and I yeah. have like five left this year. Um, yeah. but it was crazy. Cause like I, by the time we got to the point where we were kind of settled in and finally here, I hadn't really booked much else yet. I realized yeah. like later on a couple months later, like, Oh wait, like this is my chance to evaluate like if I yeah. want to keep doing this or not. And so it was really like just perfect timing where I didn't even realize that that was going to benefit me and kind of jumping into this so quickly. So I think that's yeah. a huge thing too, because you do, like you're saying, your book so far in advance, you have to find a way to like put an end date if you want to yes. get out and all that stuff. So it's yes. hard. Exactly. So if you could like kind of describe for anybody that's like, okay, what exactly does she mean by like brand photography or, you mm-hmm. know, like different, some something that's like um, just more corporate or anything commercial, um, like what does that mean to you? And like, what does that look like? Right. Totally. So what I do, because there's kind of a lot of different brand photography elements and categories probably out there. Because like you could be in a studio, you know, shooting like flat lays and just shooting product, um, sure. like bam, 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 bam. Um, doesn't involve a ton of creativity, but you're there to, you know, give them what they need for their websites or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then there's also lifestyle brand photography, which is more of what I do, where you're like finding models and you're going out into the real world and kind of like staging a real life situation with their products and making it um, very relatable to their audience in a yeah. way. So that's kind of more of where I landed, um, which I love. And I, I've done a little bit of both where like you can do more, you know, just product stuff um, yeah. where you're like literally just getting a picture of the product and just quick, 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 snap, snap. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but I love the lifestyle brand element where you're, cause you can do like things like that, or you can do things that are like lifestyle where it's like a campaign. So like brands will reach out and be like, Oh, I have this spring campaign or whatever for this collection. Can you do a lifestyle shoot like this and go out and take these photos? So that's kind of more of what yeah. I do where I'm kind of getting hired for campaigns every now and then right now. Yeah. Um, randomly just kind of, yeah. So that's kind of what I'm doing. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's like no, kind totally of the two differences sense. between those types of brands. Yeah. Stuff. That's so interesting. So I just have this random thought that like came yeah. across my mind. Um, have you, like entertain the idea or the thought of like, uh, like brand videography, almost like not videography, videography, but almost just more like, um, like TikTok type, uh, videography okay. like from your phone almost, yeah. if that makes any sense. Just cause I see so much of that content now. And uh-huh. it's almost like the static stuff is almost like a little bit less. I mean, I mean, still on websites, there's gotta be so much static content still, but I no, almost wonder totally. like if you've thought about like whether or not you'd ever kind of get into that or offer that to brands. Yeah. You know, I, I am totally open to it because I love video and I have always kind of loved, you know, splicing those kinds of little videos together. Yeah. Um, I definitely would totally offer that and entertain that. I guess I just assume that brands don't know that like I'm capable of that. So I feel like that's sure. kind of something that if I'm pitching or if, or if they're like asking like, Oh, like, 
do you do any like social media content in terms of like reels and things like that? And I'd be like, yeah, sure. You know, I'd probably say, yeah, but I don't think I, I guess it's like hard to know, like where, what brands are coming to me for, like, are they coming for that? Are they coming for photography? Are they coming for both? So it's kind of hard to gauge because I'm like, I'm totally down to do that. But I'm like, I'm like kind of like open to anything. So yeah, Yeah. I've I've done a little bit of that. I've done it before. um, And I think it's super fun. So it's like a really fun, easy, quick thing to do too. So I'm yeah, because all for it. <laughs> I've seen some of your videos where, like, you'll work with a brand and uh-huh. then you'll make it into a reel. And so yeah. that's why I was like, I wonder if she's doing this paid and she's like working for them. But I don't know. Cause I like when I'm scrolling on TikTok or something like that, or I'm scrolling on like reels, I don't really scroll much on reels as much, but like, especially on TikTok, right. I feel like there's so much of that content. And it like, it's either with photos interweaved or it's just like random little shots with like someone's iPhone or something like that, which is yeah. so cool. Uh-huh. And it's just like, I don't know, it just like sparks my curiosity. So yeah, that's so yeah. interesting. I haven't tapped into it. it enough, but I definitely would be curious to well, see if you, that... You kill it at Reels. Oh, thank you so much. So it's like, it's almost like this like match made in heaven that you could totally kill it. I don't know. I'm just, oh, well, I'm just brainstorming with you right Great, here. perfect. <laughs> oh my word. Um, So do you still kind of like... Well, put it this way. Are you kind of like half in wedding still or half in brand photography still? Or are you kind of like full force? Like I'm only booking brands now. Um, I am like, so I am not taking any weddings anymore. So I'm kind of like, at least for like the unforeseeable future. So that's like where I'm at, where I'm like, I haven't booked any more weddings uh, past this year. Um, and I'm kind of trying to book as much brand stuff as I can get. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of like a mix. It's a kind of a mixed bag right now where I still have some weddings left, uh, but I'm getting, you know, brand gigs here and there um, kind of randomly and sporadically. And then I'm still doing like couple sessions here and there sometimes. Yeah. Um, And then I'm doing like a lot more mentor sessions right now and like branding uh, photo shoots for other creatives. So that's kind of cool too. So it's kind of like a little mixed bag there with all that. But I was going to say, there's got to be so many just like creative entrepreneurs slash like photographers who would love to have their own brand photos done. And like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like that's oftentimes something that people struggle with, even if they have a camera in their hands. It's like, it's like, how do I get photos of myself taken type of situation? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And I love doing that. I think it's so fun. It's just the most fun thing. And it's so random, but I somehow kind of have also niched in a little bit with like hairstylists. I've done a lot of photo shoots for hairstylists. Uh, and even like hair salons, like I think I've worked with like three different hair salons and yeah. I've done like random photo shoots for them. So it's things like that, just just those random kind of like branding, I guess you would call that like branding photo shoots for like business owners. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's super fun. For sure. So um, kind of like, how could you, I don't know, just like, how is brand photography from a like, approach perspective, like a creative approach? How is yeah. that different? than how you maybe would approach like a wedding. Oh, it's so interesting. It's so interesting. So I real I've realized like as I've been getting into it, like you're going from like focusing on the person for so long to focusing on a product, which is definitely oh, so weird. a learning curve. It's a learning yeah. curve for sure. Because you're like, okay, so because I I actually did a shoot for um, a blanket company this spring and it was for like a new beach collection they were doing. And they're like, we don't want any faces in the photos. Um, and like no, no, like crazy distracting clothes or whatever. And so it was really interesting. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, like 
how do I focus on a product instead of a person? That's so weird. Because like yeah. my whole career, it's been like the person is the main subject. Like there's a yeah. the focus, like wedding, you know, weddings and couples and portraits and stuff like that. So it's definitely been an interesting like transition and shift going from that focus to like a completely different focus. And it yeah. really like pushes your creativity <laughs> because you have to like constantly try new things because you're not just like whipping out the same poses every time, you know, like you go right. to a couple session and you've got your list in your head of like, bam, 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 um, all these poses. Um, but it's different with brands where you like have the, all these new products every time. And you're like, Oh, like, how do I photograph this? How do I photograph that? Like, Oh, I got to find a new way to see this or make this look appealing, um, and good for their marketing, which is always different from like the next brand you work with. So that's really interesting. Yeah. And it's almost like, you know, when you have maybe couples or something, you're almost capturing like relationship and a lot of emotion. Yeah. But with brands, you're probably capturing just a lot more like, I don't know, straightforward. I, I have no idea, but maybe it's, yeah. maybe you can make it emotional. Maybe you can make it more dramatic, like depending yeah, on depends the brand. On the, depends on the product and the brand. For yeah. Sure. But yeah, so it's kind of interesting. interesting to go from such an emotional career. Like it's been so emotional and personal to going to this where it's like, Oh, it helps them, you know, sell a product. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it must be it must be like a completely different like pitching process and sales yes. process and all that too. Yes, totally. That's so intriguing. Okay, so if you were to like, I don't know, like see a brand and you're like, okay, I really want to work with this brand or vice versa, if they see your work and they're like, I really want to work with her, like... I guess, how do those connections happen for you? Or like, how do they normally happen in the industry? Do you find like, yeah. how, how does that all go? How do you get connected? Yeah. So I like went into this knowing, um, just based on the people that I've kind of followed along with who were in that like realm of photography, um, mm -hmm. have just known like, okay, I'm going to have to be pitching myself for pretty much every job I'm going to get, you know, like yeah. they always say, you know, it's not going to land in your inbox. Like you have to go and like pitch yourself over and over and over again. So I kind of yep. went into it knowing that that was going to be a lot of work and I would need to do that. Um, but something that really surprised me was I have gotten a lot of brands actually reach out to me um, out of the blue wanting to hire me. And so that's been really cool um, to see a little bit of both where it's like, oh, okay, like it's not completely on me. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, like, seek out every single job that I need to get. Um, but it does involve like a lot of pitching. And so I, I think Instagram is a big one for sure. Like connecting with brands on Instagram is huge, especially like if you want to work with a brand, I like see br brands on Instagram and I'm like, Oh, like they're so cool. Like I love their products. Like this seems like a really awesome brand to work with. I love what they're about. Um, and so I'll kind of start connecting with them and just engaging with their content and trying to build that relationship and that trust because it's, uh, it definitely helps if you're like kind of already connecting with them before you pitch to them. Yeah. Um, cause then they're like, Oh, like she, she's a supporter of our brand, you know, like, Oh, yeah. like she's like, she's purchased a product and has like tagged us or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. things like that where they kind of like look for that and see that. And they're like, Oh, like you seem like legitimate and awesome to work with. So, um, it's good to make those connections with brands online before you pitch them, but you can always obviously, um, just straight up, like send out an email to any brand that you want to work with and hope for the best that they'll get back to you. But most times than not, like you just get ghosted and it just is what it is. But it's definitely interesting where you're going from like expecting all of your clients to come to you and come to your inbox with like weddings and portraits to you having to go out and like pitch yourself to a bunch of brands and like go the extra mile to even like purchase a product and like show them you're a supporter of their brand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's really interesting to like switch to that. Um, but yeah. I've noticed that like social media is definitely a huge 
a proponent to, you know, making those connections and like getting in contact with brands. Cause most times they'll be pretty active in their DMs and like respond to you if you reach out to them. Photographer listeners, where are you at? Okay, so you know how time-sucking editing can be, right? We're delivering hundreds to thousands of photos per wedding or photo shoot. And just to be blunt with you, it is not the best use of our time to edit each photo individually ourselves. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before you think I'm crazy for saying that, hear me out. Let me tell you about a new Lightroom plugin called Batch AI. This freaking wizard of a plugin allows me to edit a fraction of the gallery I'm working on. And then based off the ones I already edited, it runs through the gallery and basically smart edits the rest of the photos. Yeah, it's as incredible as it sounds. And I tried outsourcing through human editing companies, and I will still do that from time to time. But ultimately, with Batch AI, I got my time back, but capped that full creative control. With Batch AI, unlike anything else, I can watch my photos being edited right in front of me and then run through the finished photos with minor tweaks here and there without ever having to send my gallery off to an editor or pause my workflow until the next day. Plus, with outsourcing your editing through Batch AI, you're also saving yourself a massive step of transferring your catalogs over to a human editor, not to mention Batch AI is a fraction of the cost of a human editor. I cannot tell you how thankful I am for this powerhouse plugin, and I promise you, there is zero way that I'd be promoting this product unless I truly used it myself and loved it. Oh, plus, exclusively for my listeners, they've given you 25% off your subscription or one-time order when you use the code Passion with Purpose, no spaces. So I will drop you that link in the show notes and be sure to use code Passion with Purpose at checkout. Photographers, creative entrepreneur friends, are you sick of running your business through Gmail? Are you sick of not knowing where you're at in a certain client workflow? Sick of sending paper contracts, looking unprofessional, Venmo payments, and having to enter everyone's wedding dates manually into your calendar? <laughs> I totally get you. Like, let me tell you, I have totally been there. In fact, the first year of being a wedding photographer, I straight up ran my business that way and it madly cost me. I dropped balls and client workflows. I missed payments. I missed emails. Like, it was bad. And then I finally invested in the single best subscription for my photography business. It's called Honeybook. So HoneyBook is what's called a client resource management software, or to just put it plainly for you, it's a system that acts as the central structured hub for your business. HoneyBook automates my workflows, allows me to send digital contracts and invoice proposals to my clients so they can sign and pay online. It autofills in my calendar when a client inquires for a date. It processes and records all payments for bookkeeping. It allows me to create email templates for everything, even as a mobile app so that I can respond to inquiries quickly right from my phone. And seriously, so many more things that I can't even fit in here. I so badly want your business transformed by HoneyBook as well that I have a link in the show notes for 50% off your entire first year of HoneyBook. That's actually a $200 value, by the way. So are you ready to get your time and peace back, never drop any more balls in your workflow, and look professional as hack to your clients? Heck yeah, you are. Just be sure to click on that 50% off HoneyBook link in the show notes. Yeah, that's really cool. And even like, I don't quote me on this, but I think I just saw this recently um, that Instagram specifically is rolling out like a new plan for like the creators. And basically what it does is like brands can put out, like there's some sort of like networking um, feature where like a brand can open like almost like a position for like, hey, we're seeking this to partner with. And then the creator gets like linked with it. Or it can be vice versa. The creator can be like, hey, 
I'm looking to partner with these type of brands. Like all I'm saying is I, I'm like 99% sure I just saw the, um, he's the head of, he's the head of Instagram and he, I just always follow his stuff. And he yeah. was like, Hey, like we're putting out more stuff like this. And basically it's like a glorified, more official way to like send a branded DM, something like that. That's crazy. Yeah, I did so not I, know about that. Like, that's check, actually kind of cool. Check me at the door if that's not true. Um, <laughs> that would be gonna, you know, <laughs> I'm going to have to like jump on my Instagram right after. And if it's like inaccurate, I'll like text my audio engineer and be like, yo, take that part out. <laughs> um, but no, like I'm like 90% sure that's the case because I think that's so helpful if they did something yeah. like that. Because I know like even like for me, like... Um, partnering with different brands, like more as an influencer, not that I feel like an influencer, but um, basically it's nice to have a situation where it would be nice where you could just like partner with them maybe more officially or right. I, I don't know. Cause sometimes you feel like you're just like pitching people like over email mm-hmm. and you're just like, I have zero idea if they're actually getting this or right. <laughs> you're pitching them over DM and you're like, no idea if this is going in like their, um, you know, like random spam folders or something like that. So I don't know. That'd be really totally. cool. They had that. Yeah, no, that would be epic. I'd be stoked <laughs> if that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. So are you kind of like, um, I, I guess, do you hear any common maybe misconceptions or anything like that, like about being a brand photographer that are just like going around or anything like that? Um, man, I'm maybe just like, I feel like definitely what I was saying about, you know, going from, you know, expecting clients to reach out to you to going that to like pitching yourself pretty often. Mm-hmm. Like that's definitely, I feel like people don't realize how much work that is until they're yeah. trying it out. And it's, it's a lot of work that you have to be yeah. ready to put in. Um, a lot of rejection that you have to be ready to take. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I also think I just I just thought of this the other day that you definitely don't always want to edit the same way that you would for portrait photography. In terms yeah. of like presets and things like that, a lot of the presets we use in the wedding world is meant for portraits, you know, and like yeah. that type of photography. But most times, you know, brands need something a little bit more like almost like less edited in a sense, yeah. depending on what you're doing. Like Obviously, like I've developed a very like filmy kind of like bright style and a lot of brands are like, oh, we want this like vibe for this campaign. Yeah. But there's other like I've had conversations with brands that I've been like, you know, we didn't end up working together, but we were talking about what kind of stuff they needed. And they Mm -hmm. were like, oh, yeah, just like very minimal touch ups, you know, like some like you may not even like want to use presets sometimes. Like, I don't know, like I haven't done that before, but there are like brands who really don't need like this very, um, I don't know, like intricate preset that has a lot of like warm tone. Cause like, I don't know, photography in the wedding world is definitely has a lot of warm tones, a lot of like mm-hmm. a muted tones, a lot of like, you know, we mute a lot of colors to like, you know, create that look and that style sometimes. Yeah. And so I think with brand photography, it's a little bit different where it's like, you need right. to see, you need to see things true to life, especially with a product. Like you need to be able to edit it in a way where it looks true to color or else someone's going to buy that product and be like, why does this look different in the images? You know? So I think that's definitely interesting. Not really realizing going into it like, Oh wow. Like these presets I've used for years definitely don't translate to what I'm doing now. Um, which is almost like a freak out moment. Cause it's like, Oh shoot, that's like a big part of my creativity. I mean, for me, like my editing is a huge part of my creativity. So it's like, Whoa, I have to like completely change it up. (laughs) And I have to like come at it with a completely, new approach that honors uh-huh. the actual colors and textures of what's being photographed. Like I know my wife, she basically, she will put like 
Well, she'll look up some sort of like outfit or something. And like, depending on if it's like a boutique or something like that, mm-hmm. they maybe will get photos taken by a photographer that has like a very uh, signature style basically of editing, maybe like a preset, like maybe it's dark and moody. And I'm, there's so many times where she's like, I love this dress or this outfit, but I cannot tell what color it is because of the way they edit. And I've gotten things from them before. And then it comes in the mail and it's completely different. So it's like, man, like it's almost like you have to make sure that the photographer you're hiring is, you know, understanding that like, Hey, like maybe, or I don't know, maybe they wanted to edit, but still like, I just feel like from a, yeah, like from a branding perspective, from like a customer being happy perspective, I feel like you'd want to make sure that you're honoring those natural colors and yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're totally right. It's It's so so interesting. interesting. So what, what would you say is like been your favorite part of your kind of pivot so far? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. My, this is just so funny, but my favorite thing ever is that I have my weekends back. I love that. I just like, it's been so great to like have weekends work. Cause my husband, you know, he works nine to five Monday through yeah. Friday. So it just, ever since I got married, I'm like, dang, like I just want to be free on the weekend so I can spend time with him. And so getting right. to have that now is just like such a game changer. <laughs> yeah. The first summer that I've had in six years that I haven't been shooting weddings. Wow. So that's just such a weird thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, wow. Like that's so crazy. So I'm definitely like stoked. I kind of feel Like I have a relatively like normal job uh, hour every week. Like I, like I feel like I work normal hours for the most part. (laughs) Which is really cool. I do. Yeah, which is really cool. You kind of like know that. Hey, like my weekends are important to me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Totally. And so I feel like I've been able to kind of create a normal schedule where I'm kind of off mostly when my husband's also off. So that just feels really nice to be able to be on a very similar schedule as him. Um, sure. And I've also kind of like most of the shoots that I do really aren't during sunset anymore, unless I'm doing like a couple session or if I'm doing something that the brand really wanted at sunset or something. Uh, but most times, like I find myself shooting during the day or in the morning. And so when I come home, it's like so nice to just be off in the evenings um, with my husband. So yeah, yeah, it's really great. Which is so <laughs> nice. I feel like, I feel like a lot of times, um, like I, it's funny cause I oddly love, I mean, it, it goes back and forth for me. I do love spending my weekends at weddings because I don't know, like for me, it's just like a party. And then totally. even like with, um, sometimes spending like an evening or something like that or morning, I guess, um, on a photo shoot, sometimes it's like, I don't know. Sometimes I love that, but I will say there are times where I'm like, shoot, I would really like to have this Saturday off for some reason. But then it's like, okay, yeah. it's still my job. I have to like show up. Um, yeah. So yeah, it definitely goes back and forth. But yeah, I just think it's so cool that you've kind of figured out like, hey, I really like to have a normal, a much more normal schedule. And I really like to have like my weekends off. Um, totally. And then you've, I feel like you found that balance. It's so cool. Yeah. And I honestly didn't really expect, I didn't even realize how much I miss them until I was like kind of coming out of this wedding world. And I'm like, oh my gosh, wow. I like forgot. I forgot that like, this is a thing. Um, And then also realizing I'm not like, I honestly am not booked out more than like two to three months at a time, most of the time. So it's like, oh wow. Like I can kind of plan for big life events with like family and friends if there's things you know, in the future or whatever, that last minute kind of get planned. I like don't have to worry about being booked with a wedding or something on that day, which is definitely nice for sure. But there's pros and cons to everything, you know, like 
the wedding job is amazing. Like there's so many mm-hmm. pros to it. So it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, you get some and you lose some with whatever you do. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally makes sense. So I would love to know like, what are some like dream brand? Well, first of all, I would love to know what's, what are some brands that you've loved working with or just like your favorite ones so far? And then like, what are some like dream brands you'd love to work with in the future? Oh, good question. We're just oh gonna like we're just gonna like throw it out there and like yeah. <laughs> manifest. Hope that it. they hope that they hear this. <laughs> exactly. <right. laughs> oh my god! Yeah, shout out. Um, well, okay, so I'll start with the ones that I've really enjoyed working with so far. So I've done a shoot with R Square Change, and they're awesome. Uh, they're a, jewel- a jewelry company in San Clemente, and they're super fun to work with. So I really love that. I love like jewelry. Um, shooting that kind of product, which is really fun. And then I have also really enjoyed, um, I did that, like I was telling you earlier, I did that shoot with the blankets. I actually really enjoyed that. I thought that was really fun. Um, and then I did a shoot with a workout brand recently as well. And, uh, kosher fit is what it's called. And it's like a workout apparel brand, I guess you could say, um, activewear. (laughs) And so that was really fun too, because they, uh, wanted me to do a very like beachy campaign. And so that was super fun. So I just like have loved working with those brands so far um, and have gotten really good feedback from them, which is really cool because um, it can lead to, you know, more jobs with them in the future. They can always come For back sure. and rehire, which is really cool. Um, so, but in terms of brands that I would love to work with, like dreaming big here, <laughs> um, I obviously like love beach, you know, beach brands. So like, it would yeah. be really cool to work with like Rip Curl or like Hurley or Billabong one day. Like that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, but I am still kind of exploring like who I would love to work with. Like, I feel like I'm mm-hmm. still kind of on the hunt for like brands that are like my dream brands. But I also think it'd be really cool to work with like a surfboard company, um, like Bean right. Surfboards, which I think is an Encinitas surfboard company. And then Almond Surfboards is really cool. They're up in uh, Costa Mesa. So I th- that would be really fun. I'd love to do more of that. But um, yeah, those are kind of the things that come to my mind. But also, <laughs> this is funny. I actually also would love to do a shoot with uh, e- an e-bike company because I just love e-bikes. Um, so I'm oh, like, really? shout out any that. e-bike companies <laughs> want to give me an e-bike to do a shoot with. Wait, so tell me, what is an e-bike? Is it just oh mean gosh. like, it's kind of like a scooter, but it's like a bike? Dude, wait, have you never heard of an e-bike? I mean, I can imagine what it is, but not really, no. Okay, 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 okay. So it's like an electric bike. So it's like, uh, you are you can pedal the same way that you would on a regular bike, but then there's okay. like a handle, like throttle thing, and it can go up to like 30 miles an hour, I think. Wait, so why would you want to pedal then? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know if you, well, okay. So if, if you're like out adventuring and it dies, then you can like pedal home, but like, like it's like a battery that runs out eventually, but it's really cool because they're like so fun to ride and you, they come with like these big beach tires too. And you can like ride them on the beach and like go super fast. So it's really fun. They're like so fun. I'm obsessed with them. So cool. That must be like a California thing. Must be nice to live in California. I mean, I just feel like, I feel like this really like one of those, I don't know, like very, (laughs) I've never heard of something like that in Michigan. I just feel like y'all are like so much cooler than us. Oh my gosh. No, I feel like a lot of things like that though, they like start on the West coast and they slowly make their way to the East coast. You know, like I feel like random, random things like that will just kind of like start up. And then it's like, it's people slowly start hearing about it and it eventually kind of spreads. But it's one of those things though, where I've, I've met some people where they're like, what are you talking about? What is an e-bike? I'm like, Oh, you gotta know. It's great. (laughs) And once you try it, you'll be like, I'm in love. (laughs) 
Well, because like we have like, I mean, I don't know if it's like a Midwest thing, but like scooters for like downtown, like very oh, electric yeah. scooters. Uh-huh. And I don't know, like <laughs> my one of my friends, he literally has like he he owns like a scooter and then he also owns like a unicycle. And he'll just be like bopping around on those things what? and i'm just like what in the freaking it's so cool but also i'm like okay but you need to wear a helmet because if you were to like stop yeah, yeah, yeah. on that thing you would go flying sure. off whereas I like i feel like a, a bike i feel like a bike would be like a little bit more i don't know it yeah. sounds it's like two wheels at least <laughs> yes yes you've got you've got the brakes <laughs> you know you can slow down yeah, yeah well we're putting it out there that abby wants to work with a e-bike brand right yes. e-bike e-bike okay <laughs> yeah <E-bike. laughs> this is definitely a whole new world for me but i'm definitely gonna have to look into this yeah it's so cool though um so oh i had one other question hold on oh here it is if you like how do they get you the i don't know merchandise do you set up the shoot do you find the models like do you like set up a studio like how does that all like go down Yeah. So sometimes brands, it definitely depends on like if the brand is local or if they're planning on like traveling to where I'm going or some, or where I'm at. So sometimes it'll be like, so like for our spare change, I've done one where that shoot, they, they came with me and they like had the jewelry and brought the jewelry with me and they chose the models and, um, they styled them and everything. And all I had to do was show up and shoot. Um, but there's other times too, where I'll do shoots where they'll literally just mail the product to me and I have to find the models. I find you know, the location and like all that yeah. stuff. And it's kind of like, different find... every time. Yeah. So it's kind of different every time. And I feel like, you know, that comes with like pricing too and figuring out like how to charge for that can be different. Um, because you're doing more work if you're like, you know, creative directing and putting all that together. So it's definitely an interesting thing. Um, you never know what you're going to get, but it's fun yeah. either way. <laughs> both both yeah. scenarios are great. I like both. Yeah, totally makes sense. Okay. Well, I have a closing question for yeah. you. And it's like a two-part question. Um, what's something that you are personally super passionate about at the moment? And then same thing for professionally. Like, what's something professionally you're super passionate about at the moment? Oh, man. Okay. So, like, when you say personally passionate, is that just, like, literally anything? Whether it's, like, something totally yeah, like random? You, can, you can be like, I, yo, I just bought these new, like... I don't know, flip-flops, and they're my favorite thing ever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't nice. even care. Or it could be something, yeah. like, really deep. I don't know. Like, it's, okay. a, it's a very open-ended okay. question. Awesome. Okay. Um, well, I have, like, two things for my personal life. Probably, like, one super random and then one more deep, I guess. Okay. Um, the first one is I just, like, love walking with my dog. Like, I just am, like, so Same. passionate about my morning walks. I'm like, yes. Like, I love walking with him so much. It's so fun for some reason. And I'm usually like I've never walked um, by myself without a dog. So it's like really fun to like go do something with my yeah. dog. So I love that. <laughs> and Abby, then, are we, are we like the same person? Because I, I literally, that's like one of, are. that's like one of my favorite things too, because like, if I don't take my dog, like yesterday I had a mentorship in the evening and I wasn't able to take my dog out for a walk and it like broke me to leave her like oh. without having taken her on to like our afternoon walk. Dude, that is my life. Every time me and my husband go anywhere without cash, I'm like, he's so sad. Like he, <laughs> he hates us. <laughs> I like, know it's so sad. Oh it's gosh. like, I'm sorry, buddy. I'll be back. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh man. Okay. And so the other thing uh that I'm really passionate about right now is um my 
so my student, I serve in ministry at my church. I serve in like the youth ministry. So that's been a really fun kind of like outside of work thing that I'm definitely yeah. passionate about of just going and serving and being with them and um, getting to be a leader there with them is really fun. Yeah. So that's something that's nice. Just having something outside of work that I can go and be a part of. So, right. yeah. I love that. Yeah. And then when it comes to my career, um, I feel like I have just been really passionate about like just where I'm at right now. I feel like I'm kind of holding my career very loosely, like very unclenched um, from like what what God wants to do with it. Like, I feel very like, okay, God, like <laughs> whatever you want to do with this, you do whatever you want. Like, I just feel very like now that I'm out of the wedding world, now that I'm transitioning into kind of a new thing, I'm just very like, okay, like I don't really know where this is going or what will happen, but I'm kind of okay with whatever the outcome is. So I feel yeah. like I just have a lot of peace about wherever my business is headed. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And then I'm also just really like, definitely very passionate about helping other people right now, especially with like educational things like mentor sessions. Like I just have been getting so much life from getting to help people in that way. I obviously Mm -hmm. don't have the answers to everything. I can only help with so much, but when I can help with something, I just get so excited to be able to be that person for somebody. So that's something that I've definitely been passionate about too. I love that. And I think it's, I always think of it in terms of like, it's one of those ways that you can just like so serve somebody mm-hmm. and you can just like, yeah, just like be the person that they need for like their life right now. And I just think that's why a lot of times that maybe educating others or something like that, and it doesn't have to be just educating, but just kind of like a service like that mm-hmm. can be so fulfilling because it's like, totally. even, even a lot of times it's like you do something and you don't necessarily get like a return on your investment. Like I know you do YouTube now and it's like, you don't get like paid to like right. make a new video you you don't get paid to like put something out there. I don't know, but it's like, it's still so fulfilling. Like if someone like circles back to you and tells you like how much it impacted them, it's like, okay, yeah, that just like, that's such a beautiful thing. Like I personally think it's just like fundamentally the way that God created us is that like we were built to serve. And like, that's the fundamental core of our humanity is that, that like truly, I think the happiest people in like all of mankind are those who are serving and Mm. those who like, unabashedly just serve because they want to serve not to the end of like getting something, but to the end of just that person, if that makes any sense. And like, I think that's always something that like, it's so refreshing to hear. Like when someone's like, I love serving others like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's so true. Amen. (laughs) I love it. Okay. So where can we, I kind of like alluded to your YouTube, but like, where can we find you online? Like, where can we get like website? social medias, all those things. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram at Abby Joe photos, um, A B B E Y. <laughs> I know everybody spells Abby differently. So, you know, <laughs> I know my sisters, my sister spells it A B B I E. So oh, it's okay, like yeah. a lot of people like botch that. And it's usually with a, yes. just a Y. <laughs> there's just always so many, there's just so many ways to spell it. It's wild. So yeah. <laughs> to clarify that, <laughs> Happy to photos. Um, but yeah, and then I'm I'm on TikTok, but like, you know, TikTok is kind of like my playground. <laughs> I'm like kind of like, you know, I'm not like super um 
intentional with what I'm creating yeah. on there. It's kind of just for fun. So, but my, right. my name is Abby Jo Photos on there too, as well as YouTube. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, keep up with YouTube too. I only have like two videos out right now, but I'm trying to like do some more with that soon. Uh, yeah. So you can find me on YouTube at Abby Jo Photos as well. That's awesome. So cool. All right, Abby. Well, thank you so much for being on this episode. I just totally appreciate it. And I feel like this has just been like so insightful. Like I know nothing about this world that like you're dabbling into. So I think it's just like so cool to hear about. I'm just so honored that you wanted to have me on here. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) All right. Have a great rest of your day, Abby. Thank you. You too. 